really good at what he does. So I'm pretty satisfied today. It's hard to hear, you know, how great you are and how much love somebody has for you, but then they still don't choose you. And I swear that's like the story of my life. Like, you know, everybody naps. Were they known for that? No, but why those but two? You know what? But, but, but my point is, is that everybody naps, just like everybody naps. Great connection. And you even said, like, the night you sent me home that out of all the women in the house, you saw yourself getting engaged to me. People who matter to me the most just love and accept me for who I am. Despite my past, that does not define who you are. Despite your future, who you choose to be every single day when you wake up. You deserve to be fought for. Yeah. You are worthy of love. Yeah. It doesn't matter your shape. It doesn't matter your sexual path. It doesn't matter what you have done. Welcome to Will You Accept This Podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Leslie. And this week we almost had a twofer. We had our part two of Fantasy Suites and we had The Women Tell All. It was three hours. Three whole hours. That was a lot. It It was was Bachelor Bonanza. It's a lot in one night. That's like watching Titanic, you know? It's a commitment. And I I had ambitious goals of rewatching this and I was just like, I, I just can't. I can't do it. I can't. There's so many hours in the week that I can devote to the wonder that is a bachelor. Like I love it, but it's just a lot. I'm like I can't devote I can't devote enough hours out of the week to sleep, so I definitely can't. I couldn't. I just couldn't do it. I was like I'm yeah. too tired. So, but it was it was it was it was a week. I mean, it sure was a week. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like, and I I still probably will rewatch the Women Tell All because there was a lot there that I feel like I, I need another moment to process. But we will here too. Yeah. Um. So we we start we start on such a weird note with like the ending of Raven's date. Um. Uh. Montage was one of the worst things that's ever happened to me. <laughs> It was so corny, and I'm just gonna put it out there. I don't think anything happened. I know. I'm not sure, right? No, it, it, I. It makes me think less. I mean, I, to be honest, I don't really like Raven that much. Uh, but it made me think less of her that she agreed to go along with this. <laughs> I was well. It's one of those things that, like last week, I th- or not last week. Yeah, it was last week. Huh. Last week, I kept thinking, oh, my gosh, her family's going to watch this. And we just saw her family and whatever. And then when she does this montage, it's like she knows this is what they're going to play up about her. She knows that. It's like, Raven, your dad just got through having cancer. Why are you doing this to him? I, I, I just. Why? I, 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 it was painful. It was painful. It was. No. I, I, don't, I don't know if there's much more to say about that. I mean. I mean, love a montage. But that was just. I just don't. Like. I just never want to hear about Raven and orgasms again. I just don't want to hear about it. Well, I just like the way that she was kept saying that Nick is really good at what he does. I felt like they were trying really hard. Yeah. It just, I just, no. It's like, if you're going to go there, tell me what he does. Tell me what you're talking about. Like, just, I I just hated it. I hated everything about it. (laughs) Which makes me just want to move on to Rachel. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So Rachel, like they, they're gonna go. They go cross country skiing, um, which didn't sound like a fun date to me. No, and she's not a skier apparently. Yeah, she's like, I pride myself on being athletic, and I sucked. <laughs> my guess on the little fantasy league was that they were gonna go snowshoeing. That was my guess too. Yeah, it just sounded more. Are we in Finland? 
Yes. For Norway. Finland. It's not yeah. more Finnish. <laughs> yeah, cross-country skiing to me just felt, I don't know, generic. But I don't know if that was supposed to be a nod to the fact that Nick did cross-country, like, track? I was like, maybe that's what no. they're going for? I don't know. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. But I just felt like, a, 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 let's just be frank. A lot of this week's dates were kind of my worst nightmare. Um, I was gonna say, it could have been much worse, but that would be jumping ahead to Vanessa's date. I know. <laughs> I just felt like all of this, I mean, it was beautiful scenery. Like, I'm I'm fascinated by Finland. Never saw, I actually had um, a pin pal who was Finnish once upon a time. Um, and I never really, I guess, envisioned what Finland looked like. So, I mean, I think it's been interesting to see. But these dates, I mean, like, they're just so cold and, like, the end of this, he's gonna, you know, be proposing or whatever, as they're wearing some, you know, fancy dress in this freezing environment. I don't know. It just no. Well, I kind of like that they're going somewhere cold versus you know the usual beach environments because it's just like we've seen it. But uh, so I thought like the scenery, you know, when they were, you know, was it was it Rachel who was in the sled being pulled by the reindeer? I think so. Yeah, I mean, that looks fun. No, it was really pretty with the snow. That glass ceiling thing that Raven stayed in, that looks fun. So, like, it convinced me that I want to go to Finland, but, like, the activities that they did, I think it could have done a little better. Just made me cold. Just made me really cold. (laughs) I did think that Rachel um, uh, was was the best at, like, I liked her her, um, cold weather wear. I liked her, her fashion for the week. She looked pretty, pretty yeah. suave, but she always looks on point. I feel like we have a lot of great looks coming our way when she is the bachelorette. Yeah. I especially liked her jammies. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Where they had penguins on them? They had penguins on them. I, I have a note here that they were fleece penguin PJs, which I thought were pretty amazing. Um, so, so what else happened on Nick State? They, or on State? they had like that conversation where he basically badgered her to tell him yes <laughs> that she loved him <laughs> like, are you gonna get on the bandwagon here yeah basically get with the program which if he knew and i kind of think he i don't know do you think he knew going in who he was sending home i think he knew at this point who he was picking period so yeah, yeah. I think who he was sending home so i always feel like if they know and the person isn't being forthcoming about it why are you like harassing them to make them do it when they don't want to, right? Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like he should let it go and let it be natural. And if she has something to say like that, fine. But like, if she doesn't and you're not going to pick her, like, let her be. I'm, I'm feeling very protective of Rachel. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't like it. I, I mean, it really is, to me, the weirdest elimination. Um, you know, to be sent home right after the fantasy suite, I feel like is a super slap in the face. Because it feels really personal. I don't know. Yeah. Like, wasn't it Caitlin? Wasn't Caitlin sent home right after the fantasy suite? I just remember her being pissed. I think so, right? I'm trying to remember. Because they were in Bali. Yeah, I think so. Because wasn't, wasn't it down to um, to Whitney and um, Becca? Was Becca the, the second runner-up? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't get me started on Becca. Oh. <laughs> And she just, like, keeps popping up on my Facebook for, for different, like, ads and stuff for her blog. And I'm like, I don't want to see you, Becca. I'm, it's probably my fault. I don't know. I feel like I interacted with something. I see it, too. There's some reason. Well, I think part of it is that I follow this page, Lulu in Georgia, which is, like, a really nice housewares site. 
And for some reason, they keep collaborating with all the Bachelor people. So they had a Becca Tilly collection, and they had an uh, Amanda Stanton collection. And I'm like, I feel like this is not the right market. These are people <laughs> still for, like, teas that give you diarrhea. I feel like they shouldn't be, like, the face of this upscale home brand. I don't know the brand. It's too expensive for them to be showing up on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if there's much else to say about their date. I mean, she, she like talking about her, him badgering her into talking about her feelings. I mean, she talks about that she's struggling with her guard at heart and, you know, and and he, and she's like, that this is the first time she's not in her head. She's with her heart. And I don't know. I just, I felt like he pushed her and she's like, fine, I'm going to open up. This is how I feel. And then he's just like slap at the end of the episode. But you know. Yeah. And then we go on to his date with Vanessa Yes, and there's, like, reindeer running by. It was very pretty. I really want to pet the reindeer. There's the reindeer running around everywhere, and then the reindeer pelts everywhere, too. And I'm like, no! Like the contrast, yeah. Yeah. Um, like, Prancer. You can't kill Prancer like that. It's very rude. Yeah, that's true. Uh, um, yeah, she says she didn't feel like her hometown date went well. And then he he says he thought that it went well. I don't think he says it to her. I think he says it to the camera. They keep having the conversation about how he thinks she's super traditional and he's just not traditional. Yeah. I still don't really know exactly what he means by that. I don't either. Because uh, it's like your family has, what, 12 kids? And I get the sense that his family is pretty close. Yeah. But he was basically making it sound like he didn't have that kind of relationship with his family. Yeah. Which, if it's the case, why does he keep trotting them out all the time? <laughs> I know. I couldn't tell if he was saying that he's not super conservative and he thinks she is, you know? Maybe, it, but, but in what sense? Like, just in in her lifestyle or, or, you know, I just didn't quite get what he meant by that. And if he's going to say it, then he needs to explain what he's saying. Yeah, I feel like he didn't really, yeah. I mean, she talks about how she has, I guess, these weekly dinner, or she spends, what is it she says, like Sundays yeah. with her family? she said three hours every sunday they have they have dinner or lunch or something and that's non-negotiable and i'm like well it kind of has to be negotiable if he doesn't live in montreal i know i was wondering exactly that i'm like this is not gonna like how does this work (laughs) i think he's gonna pick her and then they're just gonna break up because he wants to be in la and either she secretly wants to be in la but is trying to pretend to be this like super family focused you know, focused on her special ed job. Uh, yeah, I don't know, because I know she used to do some acting. So then part of me is just wondering, does she really want to stay in Montreal? I don't know. Because it feels like if she didn't really want to stay in Montreal, why would she make it such a thing? Because it seems to be a thing throughout their content, you know, their conversation. It seems like it's just like the image that she wants to present. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, it, it just and I know, I know that they're trying to make us think again that she's not going to pick him, and so these are the conversations we see. But they're all like, they, they just all don't make them seem on the same page, and and make me feel like if he does pick her, that it's it's just it's a stupid choice, right? I like, like they're just trying too hard to throw us off the scent, and they do this all the time. And I yeah. see what they're doing. Like, I w- I would be blown away if she isn't the one he picks. I know. But it's like, I mean, these are legit things that they're obviously saying. So, I mean, there's, I mean, they might be editing it this way so they highlight it. But, I mean, 
it's clearly some points of friction that that make me if if he picks her makes me question like why would you do that because she clearly is saying I don't know is saying all I of this. still think that he's in it to really get married and I think he might pick her just because he likes her the best even if he doesn't think it's gonna work out yeah I mean but she says I don't remember if she says it to him or to the camera but she makes it sound like like she doesn't take getting engaged lightly and she doesn't want to do it multiple times and I'm like well everybody say that doesn't everybody not want to get engaged multiple times aside from Nick (laughs) I know right um I love how people always say that like they're the first person to think this like oh I only want to get married once or I only want to be engaged once like well everybody wants that you know well, it's like, but it is funny. I do have a friend, um, my friend Amanda. She always says, you know, I think this place would be a great place for a second wedding. You know, she'll, she'll say random things like, like that. Like slightly less fancy or something. I guess so. <laughs> she's, she's the only person who's ever said that. And I think it's funny. It's like one of those things, the first time she said it, I'm like, what? It just catches you so. Or is she just joking? I don't, I don't know, but it's funny. And she'll say it in front of her boyfriend. Anyway. Okay, maybe like two people out there in the world right? are looking to get married more than once. Um. <laughs> sidetrack um but then um and then they're having this conversation where they get into the point where like they're talking about you know she's talking about not wanting to leave canada and then he then he gets on this like fourth of july tirade of sorts where he's like i'm proud to be an american and like it just felt very like i, I mean was, i kind of get where he's coming from because yeah. if you leave your country yeah you don't want to move to another country and canada may be close to the u.s and it may have a lot in common in some in some ways right. but you know, if you love being an American, maybe you don't want to move to Canada. It just didn't sound very Nick somehow. I don't know. And then and then she's like, well, I'm proud to be Canadian. And I was like, yeah. oh, we're having a battle here. You know, like, This is just not going to work. Like, if you love Canada and he loves being in the U.S., then you have to figure out who's willing to compromise or it just isn't going to work. Yeah. So, I don't know. I Who loves know. their country less? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> to be continued. Da, da, da. Yeah. Um, she has at least... I, family on her side as to why she wants to stay there whereas I think he just wants to be in LA yeah for business reasons or for fame reasons I think it's for a little of everything yeah also maybe because the weather's a lot better than Wisconsin yeah I can't fault him there <laughs> or Chicago where I think he was living when all of this started many moons ago how many yeah. years has it been that he's been dragging this on on Bachelor I don't, I don't know how many calendar years I mean he's this is his fourth bachelor show but i feel like it's i feel like it's been less calendar years i lose track it's so it hard it feels like a decade <laughs> i know right how many bachelor years does he have on his resume <laughs> yeah is that like dog years <laughs> <laughs> should be uh so then they go on their date which involves matching swimsuits oh the worst they were not the best swimsuits, but she I meant great. the worst date. Like, yeah, oh, that's you. <laughs> I'm going straight to that. I'm like, oh, I'm just freezing so thinking. Go, they have to go back and forth between freezing water and a sauna. Is that what we're doing here? I was trying to figure out if that, I mean, I think the whole thing was just they're supposed to be jumping in the ice water. And they kept going back and forth because they were so cold, right? I don't. I'm oh, confused. That was part of the thing is that you're supposed to get really cold, then really hot, then really cold, then really hot, and just like keep repeating that. I don't know why it's supposed to be good for you somehow. It just seemed. It seemed terrible. It seemed like the worst idea ever. Yeah. I'm like this. I mean, 
They, they you know, it's just sitting there thinking, like, can't we just get in a hot tub like we always do? I know. Isn't that the Bachelor thing? Why do we have to involve ice? Like, no. There haven't been enough hot tubs this season. There haven't. I was thinking about that on this date, and I don't like it. We need more of, like, the hot tub by the track when they did that um, Nick Athlon. That's, like, a okay. random... My favorite was last year, there was just a hot tub on wheels that they had wheeled out into the middle of, like, a field. That was a good one. That I like was, that. That was very appropriate bachelor hot tub placement. Very bachelor. <laughs> um, uh, she was a good sport about it, and it seemed like after a while she kind of was enjoying it. Yeah. It was just weird. And then the fantasy suite. Dot, dot, dot. Oh... Uh, I mean, that really was kind of it for the for the fantasy suites. I know. It didn't feel quite as dramatic. I think breaking it up into two episodes was a weird move. I know they had something they had to show, but it kind of took the wind out of the sails of the fantasy suites, which is one of the weeks that you're really leading up to the whole time. Yeah, and it just seemed kind of there, you know? I mean, you already have, like, they already kind of spoiled things by telling everybody that, that Rachel's not going to win. And then on top of that, to, to split the fantasy suite up into two weeks, it was just very anticlimactic all around. And I felt like the montage with, with Raven, to me, just kind of took away also from the overall vibe of the, I mean, split over two, but like the week, essentially. Yeah. Because it's like, usually it's like, oh, playing up this like, oh, what are they going to do? And like, how is their relationship going to develop? And like them, like almost making it campy just it felt really inappropriate and just it was a very batch in paradise kind of yeah yeah i love on batch in paradise but i feel like on bachelor if you're trying to convince me that they're about to get married i mean i know they get engaged in paradise too but i feel like there's much more of a focus on romance yeah on the bachelor and trying to make it seem like it's real even if it's not it just uh it just it did strike an odd note yeah and it makes you really think about the fact that he's sleeping in theory with three girls in a week yeah it just it just it was just off it was off all around and they i felt like apparently just a night in between these dates yeah yep yep well and Stress i <laughs> i know well i felt like and i felt like too it, these type of montages i mean feel fine enough i guess during the credits but also like to have it like that like right in the middle well, and it was the start of the episode, too. I was yeah. like... Ugh. Like, right in the middle of the dates, but at the start of this episode. It just gave me a bad taste in my mouth. I was like, oh, I have three more hours ahead, and this is what we're starting with. Like, Made you feel like you had to take a shower. Just, like, yes! Wipe the grossness off. So. Not feeling it. So, anyway, so that was kind of the fantasy suites. And then he dumps Rachel, and then we go on to the tell and it was one of those things when it happened, like, I just... I don't know. And then, and like, them talking to her in the limo. It's just like... Ugh. I, I knew you know you know he's gonna send her home, obviously, if she's gonna be bachelorette, but still yeah. watching it I was like, Oh and she looked so good. I know, she's so pretty. So anyway. She's been stepping up her game towards the end of the season too, I think. Yeah. So it's like just just let her go home and we'll bring her back in all her glory. So Yeah. I'm ready. Can't wait to see it again, you snoo- You snooze you lose, Nick, so yeah. You know. <laughs> so then we go on to the women tell all, which we start yeah. with our hokey Bachelor viewing parties that no one wants to see. Those are so annoying. They're so, first of all, stage. Yes. Um, second of all, I don't know who these people are, and I don't care. And it's always a bunch of sororities. So the tell-all is always one of my favorite episodes of the season. This one was just so-so. Yeah, I felt 
I felt on the fence about it. I mean, there was a lot. Well, I liked the fact that instead of like with um, last season's uh, where they had Olivia come out kind of separate, um, that they had Corinne out there from the beginning. Oh, they didn't have all the girls there? No, they usually make the villain, the, the person who's been framed to be the villain, come in like after it's already kind of underway and they treat it as like a separate entrance and kind of like, oh, there's so much friction that they can't be trusted with the rest of the girls. And like, you know, I wonder if they asked Corinne and Corinne was like, nah, I'm good. Right. I don't know. <laughs> I Olivia took a lot harder than she did. So maybe she just didn't care. I did like that little montage of her or like the little scene of her trying to open the champagne bottle. That was funny. Cause I don't think that was staged at all. I don't think. No. <laughs> yeah, it was perfect. It was perfect. I feel like we've all been there. Yeah. So. Uh, one of my favorite things about the tell-all is the people who try to interject themselves all the time. You're like, who are you? Yeah. There was one girl up there I really just don't remember. Oh, I know. It was um because I saw your tweets. It was Elizabeth, I think. Um, is that? Should I know anything about her? She... I remember that we, in the in the beginning when we were reading the bios, we we thought... We thought that she would be like go far. I don't know. We liked her, and then she. There's one of the few age appropriate people out there. Yeah, she and she ended up not really doing much. Yeah, you know it's funny when they have people like that up there because, for instance, Izzy was on last year's or was it last year's. I, I lose track of time. Last year's, and um, she only stayed for one episode, but she did make an impression. Like you remember her coming in at the onesie. Yeah, but this, you know? yeah, I feel like Elizabeth. I, felt, I don't remember her. No. I don't remember her other than I was like, oh, she's really pretty, but uh, no. And I like that Josephine came in looking like um, Sarah Jessica Parker. Everybody was tweeting that she looked like Sarah Jessica Parker in Hocus Pocus with the dark lipstick and like like, blonde hair with the with the roots. And (laughs) I did not understand why she was wearing that lipstick. It looked so terrible. It was tough stuff. I feel like she was going between the lipstick and the hair and the, the like yellow velvet dress. I felt like she was going for kind of a nineties look, but it just I don't think she can pull that off. It just didn't quite work. And funny, like you're mentioning Whitney, so um not Whitney, huh, wrong person. Elizabeth, the girl that we were like, I don't remember her. Um I saw a bunch of the I don't know if you saw the tweets about um so there was Brittany who was like the nurse who was like when they did the, the wedding. Yeah. I saw that. She said that they wouldn't let her come because she's in a relationship and she's happy. And I'm like, I'm sure you're not the only person in a relationship. I just was surprised. Cause I felt like, I mean, I remember her way more than I remember Elizabeth. So it was just surprising that they didn't. Yeah. I wonder if she did something else to make them mad. I don't know if I was curious. I'm trying to think, I don't know who else. We didn't see come back, right? Um, I know that she tweeted that. Um, I guess I should. I mean, it was nobody that I was looking for that wasn't there. Yeah, agreed. Uh, I don't know. There were a lot of girls that really just kind of faded into the background the whole time. That's true. Uh, so I guess we the first real thing they did was talk to Liz, I believe. Yes, which, I mean. This whole segment, I don't know how you feel about it, but I walked away being like, man, I wish we got to know Liz as Liz, because I felt like, I mean, and I think, I think part of it is just, maybe it was just nerves, because I think she, I think she was nervous about how he was going to eventually react, like, to, and and talk to her about their history together. I think she was worked up about it, and then, like, the longer it lingered and he didn't, the more she just got focused on it, because she kept, and I, and I feel like also, 
they just wanted to show that side of her when they were showing her throughout the season. So we didn't get to see her for herself. But I think, you know, and I've, I've noticed this because I've, I've, I've followed occasionally. I, I'm not as good as I usually am. I haven't been as good this season uh, with, with the little baby. But um, I watched her Instagram stories and she's always doing something amazing. And she just seems like she's a really interesting person. And I feel like we were done a disservice. And I feel like, because I think the whole season I kept being like, Originally, I was curious, like, what he saw in her because I – we just didn't get to see that. And well, I think she's an interesting person. Just from reading the bios, I thought she sounded cool. She sounded nutty. But yeah. she sounded interesting. She's a doula. That's fun. Right. Um, I, you know, I never disliked her on the show. It just seemed like she was confused and didn't know how to communicate like an adult. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think if it hadn't been for this whole situation with Nick, she could have been a contestant who came on and was really entertaining and stayed around for a while. Yeah, I mean, it seems it just seems like she does a lot of like really cool work. And I don't know, she just seems like she has a lot of interesting layers to her. Yeah, way more than some of these people we've spent a lot of weeks watching. Right. So no, um, sometimes that hang on week after week are just like her. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know. And then just like listening to her. Listening to her talk later to Christina about, like, how amazing she thinks she is. Like, I thought that was a really sweet moment. I just, I think she's a real, I don't know. I, I, I think I, I think in real life I would like Liz as a person, you know? like Yeah, I think so. She seems like a likable person. I mean, her, her little speech about, I don't know, it's like a little feminist rally. Like, don't judge me for sleeping with somebody. And, you know, to be honest, I don't think, well, maybe some people were. I don't think most people were judging her for sleeping with Nick. It was more just the weird reaction from her. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I still like her. So I'm glad that people seem to receive her pretty well in the tell all. And it seems like all the girls for the most part really like her, which I think says something about her too. I thought that was interesting because I don't think I got that impression during the show necessarily. I, you didn't really see her. But so I think much. Most of what we saw was the confusion around that really weird date at the museum of breakups or whatever it was called. Yeah, I feel like we just didn't get to see her. I mean, I guess she wasn't. She was only there for was it two, two or three weeks? She wasn't there that yeah, long. It wasn't very long. I wish that she had been there longer. Yeah, so I feel like we didn't get to see that dynamic. So it's interesting. Maybe, maybe, maybe some of them they become closer. I know they all tend to stay in touch and hang out after the show too. So maybe they feel like she could definitely be somebody who would turn up in paradise. I, um, you think she could? I think she would be good. Yeah, I, th- I feel like she could. I feel like she was a memorable person and she would be entertaining in that setting um, if she can tear herself away from the, you know, helping babies get born for a hot second. (laughs) It's a tough job. Yeah. It was nice to let let her kind of say her feeling on the situation because I'm sure it was hard to see herself like that on TV. Yeah. Because it was very much one-sided. Yeah. Yeah. Who do we talk to next? Did they delve right into Taylor and Corinne? think they did they did and you know this whole section was really kind of a blur because <laughs> it just kept going it kept going it took up like two-thirds of the episode it seemed like and everybody was just yelling over each other and this episode, um this section really kind of made me not like is it jasmine um I the think one who's the cheerleader is that her name yeah yeah jasmine b i think she kept interjecting herself to hate on Taylor and say that Taylor went around acting like she was better than everybody and just kept kind of butting into the argument. And I'm like, I don't even think this has anything to do with you. No, 
it was a little weird to me. Well, and the, this, I mean, I, I mean, I feel like there's usually points in the women tell all where they kind of squabble a little bit, but this one felt abnormally screamy. Like, yeah, Chris Harrison needed to lay the smack down and get them to behave because it's not entertaining to watch a bunch of people all yelling at once because you can't tell what's going on. No, we couldn't hear anything. There was mass chaos there, and he wasn't saying anything. He was just letting it all go down. It was like, um, this isn't enjoyable. Like, it's only enjoyable if we can understand what they're yelling at each other, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, this whole thing, towards the end of it, it was kind of warming up to Corinne, and then this whole thing just reminded me why why I really hated her. Yeah. <laughs> She's, like, spoiled and a narcissist and really kind of mean and incredibly immature. I mean, say what you will about Taylor, because I don't really like her either, but she does have a very low emotional intelligence. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I, I did feel like as this, this went on, you could tell, like, whereas Corinne was on the attack, you could tell that Taylor was like, like, I'm uncomfortable. Like, I feel bad about this. Like, you know? Yeah, I think people were just kind of piling on her, too. And I'm like, I know you guys all pretty much felt the same. I, I, there were people in the house who liked Corinne, so I don't think all of them hated her. But I do think almost all of them understood where she was coming from. Yeah. And it's that Corinne was going on these dates and doing things that made an already awkward situation much worse. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't really see how anybody could disagree with that. Yeah, no, I Except agree. Josephine, who kept sticking her nose into something. It's like, go away. Nobody likes you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I mean, and, and Taylor mentions basically that this, you know, everything that's, that's been in the show has had an impact on her professionally, which we talked about happening with other contestants. And I don't think is should be a, a shocker. But um, I'm sure, to be honest, I don't know if I want to go to a therapist who is on The Bachelor. I know. I mean, I could see that, you know. Especially considering I could really see the manipulation and kind of what Corinne was trying to do. And I feel like if she was trained in therapy, she should be better at learning how to disengage and not feed into that. Yeah. And I think she tried to an extent, but she could just kind of couldn't help herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know. It's not, I mean, you have to think that she's only 24 but if that's a career that she really wants long term, I don't know that going on The Bachelor is a great idea. And I certainly don't know that going on The Bachelor and trying to confront somebody like Corinne, because she should know that that's not going to go well. Yeah, it definitely doesn't put the best the best forward, you know, and it's not very constructive and it's, it's clearly yeah. not going to go anywhere. And as it continued to spiral, I think, yeah, she should have, I guess, just walked away would have been the ideal. <laughs> Thing, she should have stuck to saying, I didn't appreciate you taking your top off on the date. It made, you know, us feel, I don't know, like give a specific example of something that she did that kind of rubbed her the wrong way versus just saying, I think you're emotionally immature and yada, 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 you know? Yeah. It just, cause it, it came across instead as, um, I'm going to be condescending and going to show you how smart, you know, I, it just, and it, she does come across pretty condescending. Yeah. I mean, we heard many, many times that she has her master's from Johns Hopkins. And it's like, we get it. We know. We have your bio. She's not the first person in the world to get a master's degree. Yeah. Not even on The Bachelor. I mean, there have been plenty of people in the past who have... Didn't Ashley have her master's? Ashley S? Ashley, like, dumbass, who's always crying. 
Kardashian. Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. Well, I know she went to Syracuse. I thought she said that she got her master's there. Oh, she went to Syracuse. I don't remember. I didn't remember that's where she went. This came out during the Badlands date with Kelsey. That Kelsey kept trotting out the fact that I believe she was trotting out the fact that she had a master's yes. degree. She was super educated. And, yes. and Ashley was like, well, I went to a really great school, too. And you don't hear me like just bragging about it all the time. Which was very true. Yeah. Um, kinds of people never really play off well, especially in the Bachelor world. No. Um, um, we have... Also, we have, I mean, a lot happened. Uh, she defended, or Corinne defended her comments about Raquel, saying that she called her a nanny because she felt like it kind of cheapened her relationship with her to call her like a housekeeper or a maid. Um, which I can kind of understand, but at the same time, she knew what she was doing, and she knew that she was playing up this like spoiled rich girl thing. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I get both sides of it. I think she could have, she could have gone about that in a way that made it clear um, that it's somebody she really cares about, and that's just what she chooses to call her. Well, you know, she, she didn't really explain that to them. I feel like. <laughs> She just dropped it out. Oh, my nanny makes me cheese pasta. My nanny does this for me. My nanny does that. And it doesn't make it sound like you love your nanny if you're talking about her like that. No, it sounded, it did sound, I thought it when she first started saying it, that it did sound demeaning. It was. Um, and, and I don't doubt that she cares about her, but the way that she was talking about her wasn't indicative of that. Yeah, she didn't explain that to the to the rest of the ladies in the house. So why would you get that opinion? She, she thought she was being cute. Yeah. Mm. Cute. <laughs> Funny, but not cute. <laughs> uh, so Taylor, I felt like she was trying to defuse the situation, and she did apologize for some of how she came across. And, of course, Corinne was just like, no, I'm not going to apologize for anything. Nope. She didn't care if it impacted her career. She didn't care if she was sitting there lying about her, because she did lie about her bullying her. She didn't bully her. Yeah, that was a blatant, like, no. There were a lot of things that she said to Nick that just weren't true. But she didn't apologize for any of it, so we remember. I seen that. Yeah, and then she ceremoniously brings out cheese pasta. Cheese pasta, which everybody keeps tweeting. It's just mac and cheese. It's just mac and cheese, and I'm like, no, it's not mac and cheese. Melted cheese on top of some pasta is not mac and cheese. It's like it's like um, sad version of mac and cheese. It's like college yeah, version of mac and cheese. Child's version. So may God have mercy on your soul if you think this. <laughs> this makes me want real mac and cheese. Where's the roux? Where's the breadcrumbs? Like it's not mac and cheese. I'm sorry. Not the same. No. Bread. I live for the breadcrumbs. The breadcrumbs make it. You gotta have the breadcrumbs. You know, I was reading this like the latest episode of uh, Martha Stewart magazine, and they were talking about the best mac and cheese recipe, and I got really excited. But then I went to look at it, and they talked about, like, using American cheese in it. Ew. Which is not even a cheese. No. It's a cheese product. You, they technically can't even call it cheese. It's a cheese product. <laughs> which I have to admit, I really love on breakfast sandwiches, like with eggs. I don't know why, but it's oh, not mac and cheese. Place, the only place I want it is on, like, a Five Guys burger. Yeah, that works, too. Yeah. Mm. I haven't had dinner yet. This is making me really <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, so what else happened after that? They ate the cheese pasta. Um, is this when Nick came out? Maybe. Did, I don't, did, he, did he even say anything that was important? I'm trying to remember. 
No, but he did say some things that were kind of entertaining. Um, you know, Danielle confronted him about how, how could he send her home on the two-on-one when he had said that, or it made it sound like he was falling for her in their previous date. Well, I think she was frustrated, be- yeah, because he had made it sound like that, and then he kept sending people home early so he wouldn't have to make them feel bad and do it, like, in a rose ceremony or something. And it's- I mean, she still would have been upset either way, so I'm not sure how much it matters. And she was very dramatic about it. We had, like, the moment where she's, like, upset and everybody's, Just like... Just sitting there crying, and he, you know... First of all, I don't think that he was falling in love with her because he didn't really seem that into her on their no. one-on-one date in Wisconsin. And apparently her boobs were falling out the whole day. <laughs> uh, she was wearing a top and her boobs kept falling, like literally falling out. Like you could see her nips at that concert that they were at. Oh, so yeah. she was on stage in front of all those people and her nips kept falling out. Uh, oops. Uh, anyway, no, I don't think that he was falling in love with her. No. Um, and apparently now she's dating Luke. Yes, I was reading that um, in Us Weekly. I meant to send you that link yesterday. Um, yeah, and but it's, it was weird. It says they're dating, but then it says they've really yet to go on a real date. So I'm like, how are you? It means they're just hooking up. I don't know. I was like, I don't get it. <laughs> it was weird. It's like, why are you guys announcing this to Us Weekly if it's not even an official thing? Yeah, it felt a little I know premature. I to get attention. Yeah. Luke's yeah. really salty about about not getting the bachelor i don't blame him i don't and i do think they strung along a lot more than they usually do but they usually do kind of wait till the last minute to make a decision they did it to kayla they've done it to other people in the past um i think this is one of the few seasons where they've really been clear-cut about okay it's gonna be rachel yeah um i know they told him the night before he was supposed to go and i get why he's mad and they put some salt on the wound by making it sound like the reason, or Chris Harrison kept saying that the reason that he wasn't the bachelor is because they felt that he was on there to push his music. Mm-hmm. But Nick's going on dancing with the stars and peddling some kind of skincare line. Yeah. I mean, See that has like a men's skincare line that's coming out, which I was like, okay, good for you. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, if we're, if we're talking about using the bachelor to sell stuff or to promote yourself, he's, just as guilty, if not more so, than Luke. I think they, I think they looked past it for Nick because they're like, "Oh, he has this kind of redemption angle," and they just thought it was funny. Yeah, how's that one going? I, I feel like it's gonna fail. <laughs> Fourth time is the not charm, you know. I think he's gonna choose somebody that people think is a good choice, but people still aren't gonna like him because he hasn't been likable this season. But I feel like he's gonna pick something, someone that we think is a good choice, but then ultimately they're not gonna stay together. Yeah, a good yeah. choice as a person that somebody might want to pick but but just for him clearly not the right person i just feel like to give him four different chances and for him to pick someone who clearly they're not going to be compatible in the end of the day it's like what's the point and then they kept talking about how similar they were and i see a lot of similarities so i on one he keeps saying you're so traditional and i'm so different but then on the other hand they keep saying maybe we're too similar i don't see a similarity between. i don't see it either they're very different I don't see it at all. Um, like on the one hand, she teaches special needs, uh, you know, children. And then on the other hand, you just take pictures of your abs on Instagram. I don't, where's the, I don't see the common ground. I don't either. Um, and then I guess we see Rachel comes out and we talk to her before her, like about I her being. 
the same kind of shtick. They always come out and just say, oh, you know, I could be engaged in three months or, you know, they, they do the same thing. I feel like every time, but yeah, it, it does feel like the same conversation every time. Yeah. The same talking points <laughs> like, oh, you know, I was so into Nick, but I'm really okay. Opportunity. I'm really excited and looking forward to the future and I could be engaged. <laughs> I mean, it's like he just pushed you to force you to say that you loved him. We see it. We see it. And then all of a sudden it's like, I'm ready to go now. <laughs> I do really hope that this next season brings us something different. For her, you mean? Yeah. For the whole season, you know, just a different pool of contestants, like different types of people. You know, there's certain things that I never want to change about The Bachelor, but I wouldn't mind having a more interesting group of people who I feel like not, that, not necessarily that they have to go thinking I'm going to find love and I'm going to get married, but people who want to go on an adventure or just interesting people versus people who just want to be famous or who want to make a living on Instagram. I don't know. The Instagram thing has really been wearing me down lately. I know I keep talking about it, but you mean just the way it's being used? It takes the magic away. <laughs> this is true. It, it makes it more clear because let's be real. All these people have always wanted to be on TV but I feel like we're getting more of like a similar crop of people every time now. Yeah, I feel like the personalities are a little more aligned versus like the it, it did used to be much more varied. Yeah, it used to be more like a wild card. I mean, when you look back on um, Ashley H's season, I don't think you watched that one. But not yet, not yet, but I will. She's really cute. She's a dancer, but she's also kind of nerdy and she's a dentist. You know what I mean? Like, and so the crop of guys that she had, they weren't all like models who. I don't know. It's just a more interesting mix of people. Yeah. I, I felt like there was a decent mix for like Caitlyn's season. Yeah, that was a pretty interesting, entertaining season. But I think Caitlyn was also just a quirky bachelorette to begin with, too. I mean, yeah, I think she probably attracted an interesting. Yeah, I think her mix was probably more varied than like JoJo's. Yeah. Um, but I think this one ahead should be the best yet. The most dramatic Bachelorette season yet. I'm hoping we're not going to be disappointed because I feel like I have pretty high. I know. I've been like talking and getting excited about it. So we'll see. I'm sure like every Bachelor season there will be things that annoy me. Yeah. Um, But I mean, this doesn't this season. When does this season go on air in May? It's soon, right? So I think it's usually around May because I was traveling last May and that's when the Bachelorette season started. Wow, that's like super soon. <laughs> uh, time flies. Um, I mean, that was that kind was it, right? all started. I don't know what else really happened. Um, I did like oh, who? What's Camel Girl's name? Lacey. What was it she said to him? She said um, something along the lines of of how he wasn't friendly enough to her, and he just kind of slapped her down. Like, well, maybe you weren't that interesting. <laughs> Well, what did he say? He said something about that he came over to her and was talking about one of the other ladies. Yeah. At one point, and she's like, you know, I barely got to talk. Basically, I, I barely got to talk to you throughout the course of this whole show. And one of the times you came over and was talking about one of the other ladies, like, like you don't as a as one of the one of your girlfriends. I don't want to hear you talking about another one of the girlfriends while I'm on this show. Basically, you can just kind of see him saying, "I don't even remember you." Right. He's just kind of like. It is fine. Who he are was you? <laughs> rude about it. I mean, 
not that she made such a huge impression, but he was kind of mean. Yeah, and it's like these... I mean, I always feel like they need to remember that these are people who put their life on hold to spend time with him, specifically. Yeah. And potentially quit their jobs. and. Yeah, I just... I think there should be an... I mean, I feel like compared to... I feel like Ben was very respectful about that, and I feel like that's that's important. And to have him be disrespectful about that just feels really inappropriate. Like, that's the least he can do. He obviously chose not to spend more time with her. Like, she's already dealt with that. Like, just at least be nice in this part of the show. She wasn't saying anything that was out of line, I felt like, to him. No. And I felt like, you know, I think Nick tries to put on this front that he's nice and that he's changed since people's first impression of him. And that was kind of a real Nick. (laughs) It's That's like, nice. nope, we're still here. It's still a good old Nick at the core. Yeah. And then I guess, I, I, I mean, I feel like that was kind of it for the tell. I think so, too. I mean, that was, that was it. So next week, we're down to the finale, right? It's the finale. Well, is it? Yeah, there's only two people, so it's got to be. Oh, my goodness, it is. Cause I didn't even think about that. So now we get to uh, see Neil Lane again. Oh, Neil. Nick has him on speed dial right now. I feel like when Nick finally gets married, he's going to, like, hire him to be the ring bearer. So he just, like, trots out with the ring. He needs to be a part of the ceremony. He could actually officiate. Or Chris Chris Harrison might do that. I don't know. And that would be be a lot of time for Chris Harrison to have to do something. I don't know if he would do it. (laughs) I can see see him doing it if it's, like, a five-minute ceremony. Yeah, he's got to go back to his golf or to his fancy hotel room or whatever Let's else. Go drink his mimosa during all of his. Oh, <laughs> Chad. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, so I guess next week the girls get to go and meet Nick's poor mom, who, for the love of God, like just let her stop. Let this stop. Well, and so Raven gets to quote meet her, but she's already met them, so it's true. But I guess now she gets to re meet her. Knowing that it's officially down to her. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. Was there much else in the preview? I don't think so. No. So I mean, is this is this a two hour one or oh, it's got to be a three hour one? Because remember, yeah. So it would be two hours, uh. an hour of the after the final rolls would be my guess. I think that's what it usually is. Oh my um, god. So, um, my... back up two seconds. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, no, I have one last thing about the tell all, which is that we got like nothing from Alexis. She did you see her tweets though? She was tweeting about how boring it was, right? Which was amazing. <laughs> yeah, I told her I would rather watch two hours of her talking about Nick Cage. I thought that was great. I thought that was yeah. great. Um, but on to next week. So I want to talk a little something spoilery. So I guess if anybody doesn't want to know, they could just I don't know, fast forward. But <laughs> I know I believe we have both read the spoilers at this point about what happens. The finale yeah have you read i mean you know who he picks i mean we all know who he picks but you read have you read about it no so reality steve is this blog that basically spoils the whole season all the time because he knows these people in production and basically as soon as they film things he puts up a blog spoiling it and i don't read it because i don't like to be spoiled right but at this point we really already know who he picks it's Um, obvious it's obvious. And I feel like the whole editing of the whole show has really been making it clear. Uh, so I did like let myself read something that I saw posted from his site. Somebody reposted this email that somebody sent in. And apparently Nick and Jared were hanging out at a bar last week or 
last week or so. Mm-hmm. And Jared was asking like, oh, so how did things go with Raven in the fantasy suite? And he was like, she's an ace girl, but we didn't have sex. Uh. <laughs> I mean, I guess I could leave it open to interpretation that they did something else or that they did other things. But I, I just don't even know. I don't even know. Maybe this whole little montage was just based on nothing. Maybe she wanted people to think that happened. I don't maybe. know. It's a little weird, but sure. Huh. <laughs> I think maybe she, I, I don't know if she was going along with it for the storyline or I don't know, but he just made it sound like, oh, nothing really was going on there. Huh. So that's kind of, <laughs> that was kind of interesting. I wonder if the same went for Rachel too, that nothing happened. I don't know. I can see that being the case. I just think it's interesting that he has been so vocal. I mean, obviously, he openly said what happened with Andy um, on the show. Um, Mm -hmm. And I feel like he, I don't think, I don't know. I I, I don't feel like he's offered the same degree of transparency into what's happened, you know, with him. No, he hasn't at all. I don't know if maybe because he slept with Andy and presumably, well, we know he slept with um, Caitlin. Caitlin at some point during the season, presumably again in the fantasy suite. I don't know. It's weird to speculate about this stuff, but this is the show that they have given us. So I'm I know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> We're just working with what we got. I'm working with what they're giving me. Uh, so, so I don't know. I wonder if there's a part of him that's like, oh, I don't want anything that could come back to bite me. Um, so at this point, I think he knows he's going to pick Vanessa. So maybe he just doesn't want to sleep with anybody else because he doesn't want them to be able to throw it back in his face. Why did you sleep with me and then break up with me? Well, he kept talking he about it. He kept talking about that with Andy. So, I mean, I would, you know. Yeah. So, I don't know, maybe. I also think maybe he's trying to combat, <laughs> you know, like in the premiere when everybody basically kept coming in and being like, well, I know you're a slut. So, <laughs> <laughs> it was so awkward. And, and he looked surprised. And it's like, why, why are you even surprised? Like, it's how- like, oh, you don't know how people see you, do you? <laughs> yeah. It's like, come on, come on. Oh, man. Uh, so, yeah, I, I next week, I guess we get to see him presumably get engaged to Vanessa. They keep making it sound like something crazy is going to happen. I don't think anything crazy is going to happen. But Well, yeah, that's what I was looking at. So Mike Fleiss had tweeted something about, like, he, first of all, he needs to, somebody needs to tell him that he can't say the word historic anymore because it's like. He needs to step away from the keyboard. It's like saying I, white bread. Absolutely. Caitlin drama with Dancing with the Stars, but she was making fun of him for using the word historic again uh, with the finale coming up. I don't think it's going to be historic. I don't either. He just keeps saying that he had said something about how like there's going to be something crazy that comes out of after the final rose. Um, he's like, I could not be more excited about this upcoming AFR hashtag historic. Um, and then he goes on to say, um, you know, he said, maybe we said Rachel Lindsay was the new Bachelorette just to throw you off track. Maybe she wins. I will hunt him down. He, well, how can she win? She was eliminated. Uh, I guess the only thing, well, I was going to say the only thing that could be historic is if, you know, he dumps Vanessa and gets back with Rachel. But first of all, it's live, so he doesn't know. Yeah. Theory, unless they've been planning something. Uh, but even that wouldn't be historic because it already happened on Jason Mesnick's season. So I don't know what kind of twist could be coming our way that would be historic. And then he's like about to write Chris Harrison's script for like, so if he's writing a script for after the final rose, it might be taped live, but it makes me feel 
less like it's, you know, on the fly, obviously. Well, they really come up with, you know, like they prepare for the tell all, but then things just happen. Yeah, that's true. Um, he's like, I got it. And he said, I'm about to write it. The word historic will be in there a bunch. And then he's like, I got it into the first sentence. It's like, come on. It's the worst. Ugh. Um, oh, he's and given us the gift that is the bachelor, but also I hate him. I know. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't know anything else. Like, I think that's about it. Yeah. I think Do you have any other bachelor news. I don't. I don't think I saw anything. Um, I don't think I saw anything else really pop up this week. I saw like the only thing I had seen was um, the Danielle L and um, Luke thing, and then the fact that there's uh, promos out there for um, the twins. Their oh show. I do love the only thing that I love about this is that they kept the happily ever after part of the title. Yes. <laughs> So now it's the twins happily ever after. And I'm like, they're not getting married. They're twins. (laughs) But I think, I mean, and I think it's true. It's like, you know, they're happily ever after is just themselves. Like they don't seem like they want to have a relationship with anybody but each other. I can't really see them getting married. (laughs) I don't know. They're kind of like those Siamese twins who just, you know, I don't know. They're attached all the time. Yeah. I just, I, I don't know. So I'm. Part of me wants to like, I, I'm, I will just for research purposes, obviously I'm going to see an episode just cause I'm like, I wonder what this is, what, what are they really going to do throughout the course of an episode besides bring in other prior contestants to help the story yeah. go along. Right. I will be watching, but I will talk about it with you with no like information to back it up. Yeah. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll bring back some commentary here and there. We can, we can chat I mean, on that. I think it's an interesting concept for a show, but it lends itself just to being really scripted. Yeah, because it's not like, I mean, obviously The Bachelor has a format. There's like a gamification element to it. There's, yeah. you know, it, 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 there's a process. And of all the people, I would much rather see somebody like Caitlyn, somebody with a lot of personality. And the twins do have that, but they don't have, I don't know, they're not compelling to me. I don't really want to watch a show with them. If it was Caitlyn and Sean, I probably would watch it a little bit. I would. I mean, I feel like. They they kind of have their own unofficial show on her Snapchat channel, basically. So yeah, um, I mean, I I don't know if they're gonna get married or whatever, but their relationship seems to be real, and it seems to be something that'll last a long time. So and it seems to be something different. It wouldn't be boring. I mean, they're always doing something random and kind of you know traipsing around doing something. So yeah, like um, traveling and doing fun things, which is what you would want to watch on the show. Versus Ben and Lauren sitting around talking about like I don't know bases or something (laughs) yeah so boring so boring uh yes i think that's it for the week yes we will see you guys next week for another three hour bachelor bachelor event and we will see gasp shock who nick picks yeah i'm so surprising i don't know Mm -hmm. to be continued dot 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 Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Connect with us on Twitter at AcceptThisPod, where we live tweet episodes and share great Bachelor gifts and updates. Also, subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. If you love us, be sure to leave us a rating and a review. They really do help.